My name is Brandon Wood. This is the Mondo Solution. That beautiful fella sitting on the other side of the screen for me, if you're watching, is Jordan McDonald. Jordan, how are you, sir? Good morning, afternoon, evening, everything, wherever you are in the world that you're watching and listening, welcome. Even if you're in the Azores, which is somewhere in between morning and evening. So good afternoon, everyone. How are you, Jordan? Man, I'm doing well. Again, I yeah. feel like I say this a lot, but the sun is shining and it's another, it sure it's another day to, to just... Be so grateful for everything that we have. That's right. I agree with you. And it is spring. So today's May 1st that we are recording this. You probably won't hear this for a bit, but um, right now I'm feeling optimistic about the heat that is about to come. But by the time you hear this, I will be bitching every second chance that I get <laughs> whining about how hot it is. Oh, just you wait. I, I can't stand the heat either, but usually it's I'm the not a heat person. This is it is death, which we don't really have here. We get that like a few times a year where it's like north of 23% and I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> and then I go home to, home to my hometown in Virginia and I literally feel like I'm melting. Wicked Witch at the Southeast or something. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Family in South Carolina, North Carolina rather. The best yeah. Carolina. Yeah, it's, uh, it's that humidity. And then the mosquitoes. Brutal. Yeah. The mosquitoes. Do you know, I heard... <laughs> We might as well lean into the grand tradition of going off on a tangent immediately. <laughs> <laughs> there is there. I saw this thing. I don't know where I saw it. It was recently that a bubble machine will keep mosquitoes away. Like one of those children's toys. Yes. It's also very festive. Highly so festive. <laughs> so guys, this is the Mondo Solution. Mondo Solution is a marketing podcast. And if you want to know more about it, please check out trymondo.com. That's who Mondo is. And if you would like to reach out, you can also email podcast at trymondo.com. Um, but before we get into anything, I want to make sure that every single one of you, that's right, Steve, Steve, listen to me, Steve, I'm talking to you. Put down the snack, pick up your phone and your podcast subscription thing and hit subscribe. Thank you. So guys, please like, follow, share, subscribe, tell your friends. If you want to hear somebody interviewed on this podcast, first, tell us who that is because we'd love to reach out to them. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we, we go over everything marketing. We talk about how people are marketing, how that really can impact those small business, small, every business, quite frankly. We've talked about everything from uh, business or ethics, ethical marketing, or I guess unethical marketing, right? History of marketing, uh, all of these things. And today, what we are going to be talking about, this is particularly, uh, it's it's something that, did I mention it's episode 20, by the way? I think I did. Sure. Um, today, we're going to be talking about, and this is something that has come up in actual sales conversations with me. I was talking to this guy once, and if you're a longtime listener to the podcast, being this is episode 20, you've been listening for 19 episodes. Congratulations, you. Um, then you heard me talk about this gentleman, nice guy. So I should say that out of the gate. And he's a general contractor. And his average ticket, in other words, his average project price was around a quarter million dollars. And I said to him, well, you know, here's what I would suggest, this, 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 this. And he goes, I really want to put some energy into TikTok. And I was like, really? He goes, yeah, man. Uh, and he's about 50 years old, a little bit older than me. He goes, yeah, I get on TikTok and I just kind of like scroll and scroll and scroll. And I, I really want to put some time and energy into in other words, money and a TikTok. And I said, I have to tell you, I do not think that that is a good investment. The average age, I believe, and we're going to go over this today of the, the average user on TikTok is about 20. Your average ticket is a quarter million dollars. 
the average 20 year old is probably living at home. And the one that can afford that is Justin Bieber. So I'm just, and he's not 20. So I'm just saying it's probably not a good way to spend that time and energy. So when I brought this list that we're going to go over today to Jordan, it was because I feel like a lot of people throw a lot of things at the wall and there's no thought behind it. It's just, it just goes, well, TikTok's popular. We should spend some money there. Right. And I'm like, why? (laughs) Why don't you spend money where it's going to make sense? Right. If you want an Apple, don't go to McDonald's. (laughs) They have apples. What do you mean? They have apple slices. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm sure they've managed to work seed oils and cancer into. Yummy. Wow, we're gonna get too soon. Sued. Wow. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> no, they would never do that. Never. Just seed oils. <laughs> so anyway, that's why I want to talk about Jordan. What do you think? Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's there's so many things to speak of on this topic, but of course, yep. um, hopefully I'm not being redundant, but you need to know your demographic, right? You need to mm-hmm. know your target mm-hmm. market. Uh, if you don't, you could be misspending. You could be throwing away money. You could be lighting it on fire and having a better time. Right. That's right. Uh, and for sure. Yeah. And especially if you use like whale oil blubber, you know, whale or, oil. Yes. Or, or kerosene. It'll be a lot. <laughs> it'll be a lot more fun. Right. <laughs> so, That's right. So yes, <laughs> start a party till the kerosene shows up. <laughs> Mr. Kerosene. As we say in the South. <laughs> oh, dang. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, yeah, there's so many platforms. And of course, statistics change regularly. Uh, Mm -hmm. Ultimately, the only people that know the live real time statistics are the people that are controlling the controls at at Meta, at Facebook, at Twitter. But that doesn't mean it's impossible to have a general sense of where you should be going um, based off the information we're going to read today. That's right. So without any further ado... Uh, this list that we're looking at today is actually coming from Hootsuite. If you know Hootsuite, H-O-O-S-H-O-T-S-U-I-T-E. It's a great uh, social media posting scheduling platform. And so in this particular article, again, which will be in the show notes. So if you ever have any questions about the show notes or something we talk about on this uh, episode, you can always check those if you're subscribed on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever that is, or YouTube. You can take a look at those down below in the comment section. The first thing we're going to talk about is Facebook demographics. And for the record, this was written about a year ago. So April 5th, 2022. So there's a very good chance that some of these things have changed. Um, Jordan and I did not uh, get Zuck to respond to our emails. So we do not have up-to-date information. Uh, So just bear with us. So first of all, Facebook demographics, the mother of all social media networks, Facebook was founded in 2004 for reference. That's a year before the world's most followed TikTok star, Charlie D'Amelio was born. Facebook remains the world's most popular media platform and chances are your target audience uses it. Looking at the top 16 social media apps, over 79% of users of every other network also use Facebook. So the first thing we're going to look at is general Facebook demographics. Now, number one, Facebook has 2.9 billion monthly active users. The daily active user count is 1.93 billion. That's interesting that there's almost a 1 billion person fall off from your daily to your monthly active users, Mm. but oh well. Uh, Daily active users account for 66% of Facebook's monthly active users. The average, that's kind of, if you know math, it's pretty no-brainer-y. The average Facebook user spends 19.6 hours per month on the app. 
561 million people use Facebook Marketplace. Well, I mean, all that, nothing really stands out to me right there other than they felt the need to <laughs> say 66% <laughs> or just look at the numbers above, but whatever. Um, yeah, I, I wonder what the, so they're talking about the daily, I wonder what the disparity is between the daily active users in terms of hours per month as it, as opposed to the daily uh, the monthly active users. I bet you that's a more than a 44% disparity, you know? Absolutely. And not to mention, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Facebook 2.9 billion monthly active users. I mean, the world's currently at 7.9 plus billion humans. Uh, yep. And that's represents a 37% uh, usage rate. Of course, there are some things that we don't know at this point in time. You do not have to prove every user of the platform doesn't have to provide their driver's license uh, or some sort of government ID. Um, so to say active user, it doesn't necessarily mean 37% of the world is using Facebook. Uh, I, I wonder, though, I wonder, is it accounting for unique users? Is it accounting for business pages? Or if one individual has five pages, is that one user or is that? Six, one for the person and five for their business pages. It's a good right. question. And then obviously there are some businesses that are just run by a explicitly business account. Uh, yeah. And there's multiple people that manage that. So uh, needless to say, <laughs> there's a lot of people using Facebook. Absolutely. And I, I'll say that's very interesting. Uh, I would bet that in the last year, that number number 15 there, the item of 561 million people using Facebook Marketplace has probably increased a lot. Facebook Marketplace, I have to say, it's honestly, I mean, it's, it's a better Craigslist in my experience recently. Um, and it's hyper local and you can also go outside of your local area. Um, I think it's, a. I mean, if you have children, by the way, great way to not ever pay full price for anything and to sell a bunch of stuff because what your kid's going to wear that pair of shoes for three months and then you're going to be pissed off that you paid a lot of money for it. But you're like, oh, it's so cute at the time. Who cares? Just get rid of it. It's all good. <laughs> Just say, wow, I sound so insensitive. <laughs> no, 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 no. It has everything to do with getting your money back if you're not using a product anymore why just gather right. unless you're like pro hoarder level 3000 um, there's <laughs> there's no reason and what's so great about facebook marketplace comparatively to, to craigslist is that well it just seems more trustworthy in a way when there's like a person you can look at their profile and uh craigslist i've used both listen actually in, in yeah. some ways i prefer craigslist but now it's just like scam nation um there's it just is. spam after spam and uh, not to mention the website's archaic there's really no dedicated official mobile app and even if you can use a third-party one which you can it's just a really horrendous experience where facebook i mean it it checks so many more boxes and it's has so much more money being pumped into it on a regular basis. And I think that's where the the crux lies is we're about to, as we're about to look at So Jordan, why don't you talk about the age and gender demographics? Absolutely. So on item number 16 here, 41% of all Facebook users are 45 and older. 31% are between 25 and 34 years of age. 56.6% 56.6% of Facebook users identify as male, 43.4% identify as female, and male users between 25 and 34 continue to make up the biggest demographic of Facebook users. And that in and of itself um, strikes me 
Uh, it I, does. I suppose I will finish these stats and then we will reconvene. Uh, mm-hmm. There is, if you're not able to watch, there is a, a graphic here that is kind of subdividing this subsection of this subsite. Item number 19. As for Facebook Marketplace, 44.9% of users identify as female and 55.1% as male. Out of all major social networks, Facebook has the smallest age gap in users. The difference between the youngest and the oldest users is about 20 years on average. Um, so, yeah, I mean, take that first point. Right? 41% of all Facebook users are 45 or older. Let's So near, nearly half, not quite half, but almost mm-hmm. half of all Facebook users are... They're older. They're not spring chickens. They're not in college. They've probably had several jobs at this point uh, in their life. They may have a family, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just such a stark contrast to Facebook's youth in in the sense of the the platform as its as its inception. Right? You had to have you had to have a university email account to join, and so it was almost mm-hmm. exclusively a place for the younger generation. Um, and as they've opened up those controls, uh, yeah, yeah. And new platforms came online. Here we are. Yeah. I mean, I'm not surprised by the 41%. I mean, I think I, I have definitely cited kind of apocryphally that, that same statistic. I am kind of surprised that 31% fall between 25 and 34, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think that as you're looking at this, again, you have to think about who has disposable, from a marketing perspective, you have to think about who has disposable income because that's a lot of what we're talking about. That's what I was telling that story about this uh, GC that I was talking to and he wanted to spend money in Facebook or TikTok. And you have to think about who your client is. So who they are, where they are. And what else I would add that the demographics don't tell the complete story of is that you also tell Facebook things that you like. And that's kind of the missing puzzle piece in the, well, that's the puzzle piece in Facebook's favor where they can go, well, Jordan really likes Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and, you know, the Stephen King novels and horses that are unicorns and whatever that Jordan likes. <laughs> I'm just painting a terrible picture of you. No, but you did mention Jordan, pencils then, though. So it's a, that's right, pencils. And it's the things that you also engage with. You're still giving Facebook more and more feedback. So it can more tightly focus those demographic. Um, it can more tightly focus exactly who you're trying to get your ad or whatever it is in front of, right? to to basically bring more ROI in the door. So, yeah, it's it's super interesting. Huh. I wonder how young like the minimum age to be on Facebook is. Uh, I feel like it's I think it's 13. 13? Okay. Yeah. 13. So, if you do a, a reverse calculation on those statistics and you bastardize them in a way, it's it's roughly a third of all Facebook users are under 25, a third are 25 to 34, and then another more than a third are over 45. Uh, and of course this is accounting worldwide and I don't have the statistics in front of me to say like how many people are in the world, older, middle-aged, younger, but I do know for a fact that the replacement rate for children being born, right. For, for continuing or for maintaining the existing, that's the replacement rate, maintaining the existing number of, uh, humans in a given population. Uh, Mm -hmm. and I know that the United States is below 
replacement rate. Low two. Uh, and yep. I, and I, I'm not sure. I think there are other places in the world that are as well. But when you consider that, at least for the U.S. Uh, and for China, we know, and for Japan, uh, there are a majority uh, of their population is is older. Um, would, so it. So when you when you think of that, and of course I don't have hard stats there, but when you think of that and you consider that over a third of the population on Facebook is 45 and older, and that age group is a, a dom- potentially a dominant part of any given population or sp- specific populations, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of people, yeah. and it's it's bias. It seems that Facebook, um, not not necessarily by design, maybe as you were saying, they have more disposable income, but. But yeah, they, they gravitate towards Facebook for whatever reason. Yeah, and I think that A, it's probably one of the ones that's been around the longest in terms of social platforms, unless your name is Tom, who's now a travel photographer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think it was just, it's been around longest. Those people that were in college, those people have been probably out of college for close to 20 years now. Um. You know, they started 2004, right? It's 19 years. So I don't know. It's it's really interesting. So geographically, um, and this kind of sp- is going to speak to what you're about to say, Jordan, if you could scroll down a little yes, bit sir. there. So the Facebook geography statistics. India has the most Facebook users, also humans, in the world with more than 329 million users. After India... Uh, the countries with the most users in the world are the USA at 180 million, Indonesia at 130 million, Brazil at 116 million. And then there's kind of a precipitous drop off down to Mexico and so on and so forth. Um, that's actually kind of interesting. Uh, yeah. Wow. I'd love to see this I, chart in relationship to the total population of the country of that given country. As a percentage? Yeah. Yeah. As a percentage. Yeah. How many people there aren't there like two billion? How many billions of people? How many people are in India? They just surpassed 1. China, 2 right? billion people. 1.21 billion people. I think so. That's how many people live there. Yeah. I would love to see that too. It is a very interesting, it's like everyone else is half of them. I'm surprised Facebook is that large there, but hey, I guess it is interesting. Uh, is there another statistic below that? No, there no, is not. Is, this is, these are the two statistics. Okay, cool. Well, tell us about the devices because I'm, I'm wondering, so, so here's, here's something I heard somebody talking about recently, and this is something that may play into both the, the, ge- uh, geography and the device statistics is that the technology, the cell cellular technology, if you will, that we had here 20 years ago, whatever it is. Let's say the first time that 3G came on. What was before that? Well, 2G. CDMA? Yeah, there's CDMA huh? and there's, um, yeah, yeah, it's escaping. G, G, GPRS, GRPS, something like that. So a lot of those technologies that were coming on, the United States is typically speaking an early adopter of those things, right? So what that means, and this was the comparison. So I am paraphrasing this from another person that I was listening to a podcast with. Clearly not as good as ours, but <laughs> nevertheless. <laughs> and he said, it was interesting. He goes, I was traveling to, I think it was Ukraine or something like that. And this is however many years ago. And the same cell phone that I was using, that he was using here in like Baltimore or something like a major city. 
um, where he would have okay speeds and what have you. Same thing. He goes to Ukraine or what have you, uh, fires up that phone, gets it switched over, and it was so much faster simply because the CDMA or whatever, you know, that we were using here at that time was like Gen 1 of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you go over there to a place that is, and I'm not trying to dig on Ukraine or any other countries, I'm just saying not as advanced in some of those things as we are. Well, not only there's a way, different way to say that. Not as early adopting as we are in some of those things. Their tech was better because the first tech that they had was like version three. Meanwhile, we're sitting over here using version one because the cost to retrofit all that infrastructure is insanely expensive. So I'm curious how the device piece that you're about to read talks about. I guess I guess based on this data, we're not going to have a way to know that, but it would be very interesting to surmise some hypothesize. <laughs> yeah, well, here we have 98.5% of all Facebook users globally access the platform using some kind of mobile device. Uh, I'm inferring from that mobile phones, smartphones, probably not flip phones, but I think there are markets uh, in the developing world, if that's still the proper nomenclature, um, where Facebook has made versions of the app that are super trimmed down that can run on really, really underpowered hardware um, that's easily accessible. Um, and perhaps tablets. I, I'm, I'm imagining that they may be grouping tablets into the mobile device category. Yeah. Uh, usually, generally speaking, tablets, at least in the realm of Google Ads and all of our clients, just as an aggregate, tablets really do not perform as a distinct category on their own. Uh, I'm not... I have, of course, everybody, most everybody owns some sort of phone, a smartphone, yep. uh, but not many people are certainly not nearly as many own a, a tablet, an iPad, uh, an Android equivalent. Um, yeah. And further, 82% of users only access Facebook using a mobile phone. They're, they're not using a computer. Uh, and it says mobile phone in this case. So that also implies that they're not using a tablet either. They exclusively use Facebook, whether it's via Safari or web browser on the phone or the actual official uh, Facebook app. It, yeah. That's interesting that fall up there. I mean, I guess, I guess there are people that just don't just don't do computers anymore. Says the guy talking to you from a computer. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you weren't referring to yourself. Uh, and But that pans out in what we see. Uh, and I'm not mm-hmm. targeting any one of our clients here, but as, again, an aggregate from our Google Ads, uh, uh, what we do for our Google Ads clients and seeing all those statistics, by and large, nearly every industry, not every single one, but almost all industries have a higher impression rate, click rate, click through rate, uh, and conversion, uh, metric on mobile devices, uh, with only a handful that have stronger conversion on desktop or laptop. And 78.3% of those happen on the toilet. I may, that may be off. I may, (laughs) I may not have actual data on that. Is that from personal experience? (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't know. How dare you? Amazon would know. Yeah, but that's right. You're not moving. You're sitting in that corner of your house again. That's so weird. I, I have noticed. I know this is neither here nor there, but what this wouldn't be the modest solution without a tangent. Every what? time if I'm listening to music on my iPhone and I launch the Amazon app, it for a split second 
like stops my music and then starts it again. Cause it's listening. It's listening. Yeah. I'm convinced hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. No, that happens in my car. Um, because what is it? I'll be listening in my car to something, um, to a podcast. So I have CarPlay and if it's hardwired in, right. So not Bluetooth. Um, and I switch over to Amazon for something. Hey, kids stay off your phone while in the car. But if I'm at a stoplight or clearly parked on the side of the road with my car running, just so I can check Amazon <laughs> and I go into Amazon. Yes, it does the same thing. Mm. It's like, it's like, Hey Jordan, how are you? Bondo solution. Number 20. <laughs> and you're like, what just happened? <laughs> you're just like, what just happened? And, and sometimes the sound will go all weird and it'll sound like you're yeah. talking through a bullhorn circa stone temple pilot, yeah. 1997. <laughs> yeah. Great band. <laughs> yeah. That was a great bullhorn impression, huh? That was great. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Interesting. It's listening. It is. Absolutely. They're listening. <laughs> I'm just saying maybe they know uh, the statistics of of uh, bathroom usage to product purchase ratio. Well, you know, was it Fitbit that or somebody that got busted tracking people's uh, sexual habits uh, by way of Fitbit? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They're like your heart rate gets progressively higher and then it like drops off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's this other user who's relatively <laughs> in the same geo fence weird is doing the same thing. You just had the timestamp, <laughs> but this one was a male and <laughs> his heart rate gets much higher, much quicker. And then it drops off much quicker. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> I'm sure there's no pattern there. <laughs> no corollary at all. I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Facebook education and income demographics. Now, in the United States, 89% of college graduates use Facebook. Money-wise, Facebook is pretty consistent regardless of how much you make. 70% of Americans making less than 30K a year use Facebook, which is the same percentage as those with an income above 75K. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really surprised. I am I am a little bit surprised at the college graduates. I'm wondering, it would be cool to see a uh, kind of a intermediate breakdown of that statistic because w where does that, I bet there's like, as you go along time-wise, there's a drop-off in some of that. And again, it's like use Facebook. I think that in each of these, we're using the word, ironically, use quite loosely. So how are you using it? There are people that I know that are like, oh yeah, I have Facebook just because I have family on there. Oh yeah, I have Facebook because I like Facebook Marketplace. And that's their entire uh, engagement with the platform. So it, I would love to see kind of a breakdown of more of those. The money thing, and that doesn't, that doesn't really surprise me. I mean, people like to go on Facebook to talk about their kids and puppies and recipes and vacations. <laughs> and I think that's one of those things that it's, it's a visual representation of people living their best life and taking pictures of the amazing beauty behind them while it's chaos. You ever seen those pictures? I don't, there's maybe. somebody, somebody that did this a whole series. This is years ago on Instagram, which we're about to talk about on Instagram, where they had a, a faux, like an actual hard, like four, but four foot by two foot, whatever the dimensions of a, it was a Facebook frame and they would go around <clears throat> and they would say, they would, you know, this like 20 something girl and she's got like this beautiful kind of wispy 
chiffon curtain blowing by and there's like her notebook and her journal on her bed with a cup of tea. You know these pictures? No, I don't. No, no. I'm imagining them. Right. So it's like all beautiful and kind of serene, like out of some girly magazine that I don't know. So they're looking at that and then they would take this frame, the photographer, and put the frame so you would be looking at that's the photo, but then you would zoom out and you would see that like her bed's messed up, her cat just crapped on the pillow, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and it's all it's all this chaos that's going around. And it's the the kind of uh commentary is obviously on we are portraying not what's real life. We're playing portraying the most beautiful version of our real lives, which is not great for our mental health. <laughs> Let's just say. Yeah. There should be <clears throat> yeah, I, I have a pretty firm stance on this and it's just my personal opinion, but yes, I think in many ways, social media, and this isn't a new opinion, but yeah, in many ways it's a social contagion, uh, especially oh. if you are unable to control what many psychologists would say is an addiction, uh, to yep. the platform. But I, I didn't want to make one point on 89% of college graduates. Uh, so I looked into it. And in 1970, it was like 40% of people that went to college graduated. And as of 2019, that was up to 62%. So mm. what does what does this tell me? Well, 89% of college graduates use Facebook, but that was only potentially 62% of people that actually went to college that graduated. Of course, it's not saying it's not saying the people that didn't graduate aren't using Facebook. Um, I think it's just making the point that. Uh, more than likely, that was the largest grouping for education and income demographics that uses Facebook. Yeah. Um, and to the point of uh, money wise, 70% of Americans making less than 30 uh, and about the same making more than 75 have an equal usage rate, if I'm understanding mm -hmm. that correctly, of Facebook. Uh, and when you look into United States averages for total household income. So I guess that could be one, potentially two earners. Uh, it's 70,000. Uh, mm. so yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I really glean anything uh, from that, but yeah, everybody's using Facebook. I think that's my takeaway. They are. And I will say on the graduate thing, and this is probably a whole entire subject conversation, but to your point, well, not to your point, but using the same point thing that you brought up in 1970 ish and up until probably early mid nineties, people graduating with useful degrees and not so much anymore. If there's a word studies in your degree, it's probably, Whoa, per, Whoa shots probably, fire. I'm film studies major. <laughs> yeah. But you're, you're actual <laughs> practical application of a skill. That's fair. You're not, I, I should, I should rephrase. If you are phil philosophical and then studies, because film studies is not a thing. It's a practical application. If you're in like woodworking studies, freaking great, man. You probably know how to build a better chair than I'm sitting in, right? Like these are actual things. I think it's that if it's a fill in the blank philosophy and then studies, yeah. I bet you also found fall at the lower end of that income gap there. <laughs> Art degrees. Yes, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> received it's okay <clears throat> i digress yes all right so we're going to move on to instagram yes, demographics sir. here sir do it um it's your turn or is it is my it? turn oh it's a it's sub it's turn. a sub subsection but like the headings in a different 
font type and a different color. Okay. Oh, whatever. Instagram <laughs> demographics. Instagram is the world's fourth most used social platform. The gram first came on the, okay. Uh, I mean, this has already ruined the joke, but you have to, I, I told my dad this. I know I bring up my dad jokes regularly. How much does a hipster weigh? I don't know. An Instagram. An Instagram. Oh my yeah, God. I, <laughs> I already gave the joke away. I told you. Oh dear <clears> Lord. <laughs> the gram first came on the scene. <clears throat> excuse me. On the social scene in 2010, the same year as Katy Perry's California girls dropped. This visual focus platform has seen the introduction of reels shops and live in recent years. So the opportunities to use the network for marketing and making money are only growing. And here there is a graphic talking about Instagram and advertising audience overview. I guess I'll zoom in on here uh, and elucidate our audible listeners. Um, total per, total potential reach as of January 2022. These stats are total potential reach of ads on Instagram, 1.48 billion. Instagram ad reach versus total population, 18.7%. Quarter on quarter change in Instagram ad reach up 6.1% or mm -hmm. yes. Yeah. Change of 6.1%, uh, which is 85 million year on year change in Instagram ad reach up 21%, 257 million Instagram ad reach versus total internet users, 29.9% Instagram ad reach versus population aged 13 and up 23.9% female Instagram ad reach. Versus total Instagram ad reach, 49.3%. And the same for men, 50.7%. Wow. Yeah, what's what's, no, yeah, what's standing out to you there? I'm surprised that men and women are even on that. Not going to lie. I would have thought that women would be much higher in terms of the Instagram ad reach. And I would have said the same for the Facebook section as well. But yeah. men, they were leading in Facebook marketplace, but trailing in broader Facebook usage. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I so, um, so here's a three additional statistics for Insta for the gram over 1 billion users log into Instagram each month in 2021 users spend an average of 11 hours per month using the mobile Instagram app. And finally, 24% of users log in more than once per day. And I have to imagine by login, they mean these people aren't logging out of their Instagram account, but they just open the app again. Open and, the and app. I hope they're not <laughs> logging in again. Hold on, you guys. I have to log in. <laughs> Mom, get off the phone. I need to log into Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so here's the thing that stands out to me about this. I did not know that California girls was spelled with a U. <laughs> I'm not sure it is. I it is. I looked it oh, up. Oh, no. Okay. Totally is. G-U-R-L-S. Girls. Uh, girls. I will say, and this may speak to this, you and I may have actually talked about this, um, and it may be in the statistics re relative to, I don't think so, but anyway, Instagram, when they're serving ads, they're like, <laughs> when, when Brandon logs on there, they're like, Brandon, you loves this useless shit. Let's put more of it in his feed. <laughs> Then, but I will say I've also gotten some things that I really enjoy. I'm having a hard time finding one off the top of my head. I got like a phone case. I really wanted a leather phone case one time. This is before Apple had the leather phone case. Um, and I found one on there. And 
I was like looking elsewhere and then Facebook was like, hey, we should tell Instagram that Brandon really wants to see this. Thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then magic. It manifested. And then weird how that happens. <laughs> yeah. I uh anyway, from a I, I think that they're they're shopping stuff, especially when you're just kind of scrolling, that thing is very well targeted. It's more well targeted. I, I don't really use many socials um personally, but I I don't participate in Facebook. On Instagram, I don't I only participate through Gearist. Um, but I still see stuff, right? Um, and I will say that if I'm going to buy like a useless for ninety nine percent of the population, but not this one percent, it's gonna be on Instagram. Just saying. Yeah, fascinating. You see, I I've probably uh, elaborated on this before, but I, I do my best not to use social media. And so I, yeah. I don't think I've ever purchased anything from an ad, but I will say in, in the face of that ad situation, it, what strikes me about all of these stats for this subsection uh, is the disparity between Instagram ad reach for the total internet users and ad reach for um, population aged 13 and up. Um, yeah. And perhaps I was misreading that statistic, but what that tells me is that if let's just round these number up numbers up, if 30%, uh, if there's a 30% capability, potential audience, oh, let's see. Okay. So the potential audience that marketers can reach with ads on Instagram is 30% for everybody and mm-hmm. 24% for population 24 and up. That means that, only and correct me if I'm wrong here, but it seems like only six percent uh, of ads are. Am I misreading this? Only six percent of ads are un like ineligible for minors in a way. Like, am I? Well, I I, I have to imagine that there's. Well, I don't know. I mean, but I don't want to say ineligible because why would some of those things are going to be voluntarily by the platforms. Like you're not going to if we'll take my GC guy. Why does he care what a 13 year old wants? So you're going to automatically it's going to be cut off on the front end as opposed to cut off on the user end. So maybe that's part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So potentially okay. So maybe ineligible is incorrect, but maybe six percent of advertisers, businesses using Instagram yeah. to advertise, elect not to use the youngest potentially demographic to target. Because yeah. they don't have any money, <laughs> right? Like, yeah, it 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 they, they don't. it doesn't work when when your daughter sees an ad for a great GC online, and then she's like, "Dad, dad, 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 you dad. gotta use this GC." He's look at that bathroom remod. <laughs> yeah, God. yeah. I don't think that that I, that doesn't happen, right? That's not a thing. No, Probably. stop trying to make fetch happen. Is that okay? <laughs> mean girls? Nice. Of course you knew that. <laughs> I did. Of course. I have a daughter. She's 13. And you have an elephant brain. <laughs> I do. <laughs> um, so maybe this next piece, the Instagram age and gender demographics actually speak to that a little bit more. As of January 2022, 49% of all Instagram users worldwide are female. Uh, more than half of global Instagram users are under the age of 35. So see, it's already skewing younger uh, Instagram is notably, notably, sure, notably popular among younger users. It's the most used social media platform among American teenagers. 84% of teens in the U.S. use it at least once a month. 
Interesting. <laughs> I, I, the, I mean, I don't know. For It's weird to me. I look at, I think I'm like in my mind's eye picturing Instagram. I mean, I guess if it's managed properly, this is a dec- this is kind of a, a waning statistic, but like the amount of content, content per post and the amount of that engagement is like, less on Facebook. I mean, it's much, it leans into the ADD aspect of just scroll, scroll, scroll much more than say Facebook. I think each one of these, in in fact, progressively seems to be that way. I think. Absolutely. It's this article seems to be pushing not just a point, but a, a fact that yes, it's working its way down the continuum of age um, in terms of popularity. Um, and I will say it right. Facebook started for college kids. Instagram started as a place for the creators of still photography or art that was digitally captured paintings, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, things like that, uh, to, to share, to collaborate, to learn about each other to show off, to pump their chest and say, yeah, look at this. I just painted a sunrise in Kiowa. And, uh, now I got a lot of likes and I'm feeling great about myself. Uh, and yeah, but you know, over time, right. I think even before the acquisition of Instagram by Facebook, now meta, uh, I think it was already, um, and I don't have the hard stats here. I'm trying to find them, but I, I think they had already begun, um, uh, begun incorporating like more visually active, yeah. like video content, uh, into their feed. I'm not sure when reels came out. I'm not sure when live came out. Um, but, but yeah, so, uh, but, in, so how does that square? How does a platform that was by birth kind of designed to share artistic endeavors almost explicitly, not that you couldn't share anything else, but if it was designed for that, how does that lend itself to having a younger user base? You know, I wonder. Well, I think it's, I I don't know. I think the kids are, it's, I maybe I, I say this again, I have a 13 year old and I have a two and a half year old. Um, maybe it's part of, you know, when you have your two and a half year old and they draw a picture that it looks like a bunch of lines on a page, you're like, what's this? And you're like, that's the Mona Lisa. And you're like, oh, I can see the background and look at the cedars right there. And all, you know, kids draw these things. And I think that kids are more willing to take risks as opposed to what their creativity is. And sometimes it comes out great and sometimes not so much. So maybe that's it. And it's, it's also this um, pervasive, maybe that's the right word, nature of where everybody thinks that they have something great to say or to show, and they really don't. Um, but I think that it's more and more of that. So maybe that's part of it, you know? Hmm. I, I don't know. They're just they're, It was for creators, but then somebody goes, I could be a creator, look at this. And then they take a picture of, a coffee cup on a mountaintop or something. <laughs> I don't know. It's gorgeous. Yes. Look at that. <laughs> oh my God. All right. What is, am I missing anything below it? No, your turn. Excellent. Do it. All right. Yeah. That's, that's interesting, right? So yeah, it yeah. is more of the youth are on Instagram. So moving on to uh, geographical concerns. Kids these days. <laughs> Where's my king? 
Okay. Yes. Um, no offense if you if you need a can. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. India has the most Instagram <clears throat> users in the world, also population, as we've already discussed, with 230 million users as of January of last year, 2022. Following India, uh, and then again, this is for Instagram, Following India, the countries with the most Instagram users in the world are the U.S., 158 million, Brazil, 119 million, Indonesia, 99 million, and Russia, 63 million. It's interesting to me that Indonesia made this list. I'm not sure. Did they make the list up? Oh, they did. They did. Okay. They were third yep. third most users in the world for Facebook uh, was Indonesia. But here we are for Instagram. And... Yeah. So in this case, right way <laughs> in this case, yep. India is still at the top. India is still at the top. Uh, it seems to, uh, the usage for both of these social media platforms that we've discussed this far seem to parallel each other in terms of use between the top three countries. It does. I'm, <clears throat> although there is a fall off, um, uh, India users about a hundred million fewer users ish, uh, for Instagram versus, uh, Facebook which is interesting. I wonder why that is. And my God, I've never been there, but the population density of Indonesia has to be ridiculous. Yeah. Given their land mass. (laughs) Yeah. It's not big. Right. I think they are the most Jakarta is like the most populous country. Like, let me, I'm going to look this up. 151 per square kilometer. Indonesia people. Wow pretty dense yeah 391 people per square mile yeah uh interesting interesting i i think that it it, i mean obviously just i think that you know um if it weren't for the governmental control the totalitarian nature of china china would be participating in some of these things but the fact of the matter is that china doesn't have access to a lot of these things the way that we do so i don't I think that's probably part of the the thing there. Um, yeah. So I think, and then I think that India simply based on, I mean, there are a lot, there are a hundred, there are a billion people more in India than there are in the United States. I mean, so sh- by sheer numbers, like you're going to win. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. As long as the internet access is there. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Anywho, okay. So the next one we're going to move on to is Twitter demographics. Jordan, I am going to suggest to you that we don't do Twitter. And the reason I say that, and I'm curious as to your high-level thoughts on it, but the reason that I say that is because this was written in April of 2022 and is referring to 21 and 22 statistics. Um, We know now that the United States government was absolutely controlling most of what people were seeing, were seeing and allowed to talk about on Twitter. So I feel like these statistics are probably inaccurate to the point of being laughable. Thoughts? I, I couldn't concur more. A lot has changed in the intervening time period. Uh, and while from a purely uh, you know educational standpoint, it would be, It'd be fascinating to look through them. I'm not sure it will be as relevant or pertinent to you, our right. beautiful audience. Right. Yep. And quite frankly, Twitter's never turned a profit ever. Uh, and I have never seen anything on Twitter that it was an ad that I was like, ooh, I'm so engaged. 
You never know. I don't think I've ever edited, uttered that phrase before, so <laughs> it works out. I feel like for my usage case, again, I really try not to use social media platforms, but if I were to follow some kind of breaking news story, I think I would have Twitter up, like TweetDeck, just have it auto auto scroll compared to any other platform. I'm not sure why. That seems like one of the yeah. most, you know, the biggest use case uh, for Twitter that yep. I've spoken with with other people, but... What do I know? I think that now it's, I think it's now down the, moving down the road of being a much more useful platform. I think for a while there, it was just simply not useful. So Snapchat. Okay. (laughs) This platform is known for being popular with younger audiences, but it actually has the largest average age gap out of any social media platform. More on that later on. uh, Meaning that both young and old love Snapchat. Kids, don't forget to snap your grandma today. Got to keep up that streak. Snapchat is the 12th most used social media network worldwide and was first launched in 2011, the year that Prince William and Kate Middleton were married for those Anglophiles. The former prince, right? No, this, is, he... this is Prince William. Oh, my bad, my bad. Sorry, sorry yes. big, big Will. That's okay. Yeah, not... Uh, Harry. <laughs> not the one who got frostbite on his... <laughs> Wang. <laughs> Everybody Wang Chung tonight. It's okay. Everybody. <laughs> so uh, general Snapchat demographics. Uh, number one, Snapchat has 557 million users globally. 390, excuse, 319 million people use Snapchat each day. Snapchatters uh, over 13, referred to as the Snapchat generation by the company, prefer to communicate with pictures instead of words and incomplete words sometimes. My daughter goes IK all the time. IK. IKR. What is, what is. I know, right? R- oh my God. Anyway, <laughs> I feel so ancient. Um, 45%. You people, people are not going to know. I'm serious. The language is going, is already suffering because of this. It's ridiculous. 45% of Snapchat users say they use the platform several times a day. I have used Snapchat. I do not use Snapchat currently other than to make my my son who's two and a half uncomfortable with like a fake roach crawling on his face or something like that (laughs) i feel like they were the ogs on the scene for having that hyper overlay technology yeah but that's but that and this kind of speaks to part of the mind virus that i think you you called it that earlier social contagion whatever you want to call it thank you potato potato (laughs) those those things are part of that's part of that i mean we don't know what people look like anymore you guys look i mean if you're watching this right now uh, jordan is really that beautiful (laughs) (laughs) like are you kidding i just got out of 30 minutes of hair and makeup that's right i just i roll out of bed looking pretty much like this (laughs) but i mean honestly there's you know what we look like and yeah i guess i'm of a generation that i really couldn't care less but there are certainly peers of mine that uh somebody said to me the other day i'm gonna read this text to you because i'm not gonna say who was sent it's not gonna matter because they're not listening to this by any stretch of the imagination but i'm gonna have to tell you because it's very funny if i can find it oh here we go he goes, you think, name redacted, used Facetune on this picture or what? Question, 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 question. Uh, 
chick, your face is twice that size. Your face didn't look that good when you were skinny. Okay, so <laughs> so they sent this to me with the picture, but it's true. That's so what I tell my daughter. Look, I'm going to sound like a dad. I get it. I have a teenage daughter. I'm 45. I am I am the old fuddy-duddy. But let me tell you something, kids. If you're how do you how are you attractive to somebody when they they paint their face on or they're communicating to you through filters? That's not a person. That's not a person that you're and if 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 you wind up and you have a relationship with this person that you go you go swimming or something and all that crap washes off, you're gonna be like, ha ah, ha, what happened? <laughs> Don't do that. Let that person know who you are. I I'm picky about that stuff. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, I'm not stupid, but I would way rather find somebody who I know what you look like and be attracted to what somebody looks like, whether that is a friend or in a physical way. And, you know, and that doesn't matter to me anyway, because my wife is ridiculously beautiful and barely wears any makeup, by the way, because she doesn't freaking need to. Anyway, let me hop off my soap. Yeah, so that's that's quite a soapbox. What have you been Thank using you. to make it? <laughs> I know. It's human skin, fight club. Yes, I Pack. well. Great movie. <laughs> I need to watch that again. I couldn't agree more. Authenticity Thank whether you, you know it or not. Um it, it, I'm and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. It took me many years of my yep. life to come to a point where I was super confident in my own skin uh, with with my beautiful, shiny head. Um, but, you know, now now that I have fully arrived, I realize that, yeah, of course. What, <laughs> why, um, why show a filtered you to the world when, A, you know better? Uh, I mean, you... If, yeah, are you fool? If you're really fooling yourself, that's that's impressive. Like if you don't know deep down that this is a a filtration device, if you will, uh, yep. then yeah, then you're really yeah. If you're fooled by yourself, I'm probably nobody else really is either. But right. Needless to say, I think life can be way more enjoyable, wholesome, fulfilling. All these positive adjectives when authenticity is at the top of your objectives. Yes. So I just think that Snapchat is kind of. I mean, look, I, I understand it's fun. It's fun to send little things and all this stuff. But again, I think it's the degradation of being able to communicate appropriately. And let's face facts, kids. Snapchat was specifically invented to send booby pictures to other people and then have them disappear. As a parent, that is not okay. Just saying. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Moving on. Next statistic. Your turn, Jordan. Snapchat. So we're moving on to age and gender. 54% of Snapchatters. Wait, did you already talk about this? I feel like... I feel, no, I don't. Okay, not. I feel like you already mentioned something about... Okay, maybe that was um, Instagram. 54% of Snapchatters are female. The highest so far based on any of the social media platforms we've covered. And we did skip Twitter. 39% are male. Um there's some missing values there. 82% of users are under the age of 35. The platform's largest advertising audience is people. Oh, okay. Of course it's people <laughs> of all genders aged age. Sugar gliders. <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> uh, the platform's largest advertising audience is people between 18 and 24 years of age. At the beginning of 2020, the largest advertising audience was females, 25 to 34. 
In the US, Snapchat has the largest age gap in users out of any social media platform with a 63 year difference between the youngest and oldest Snapchatters. And I refuse to say Snapchatters just one more time. I'm not going to do it. Uh, so yeah, what's this? Snapchat so far, majority female, huge age differential. Uh, that means people, the oldest people in the world, such as your beautiful self, Brandon, and the youngest <laughs> are really into filters. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, that is kind of funny, right? Because I know they have filters uh, to make you look older and younger. And right? younger. <laughs> so, <laughs> it goes both ways. I, when I I ask it to make me look younger, it just goes boop and it like glitches out and just breaks. It's like, it's not possible. Really? There's not even like a, a subscription upsell that you can buy. No, it just says you're the perfect age right now. Just keep, keep doing oh, what you're doing, baby. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> the phone, my phone has this like high five thing that comes out the back and goes right now. <laughs> it's very analog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's this beautiful it, graph here. Sorry. Yes. No, that's what's going to comment on. Yeah. So there's this that. beautiful graph for those of you that cannot see. Uh, and it is a comparative sampling of age gaps in Snapchat, Instagram, um, and Facebook. And it, it indicates the percentage of us adults in each age group who say they ever use, uh, a given platform. And here on the Y axis, we have Snapchat, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok. Twitter and Facebook. Uh, and there's a lot going on here. It would probably be better to look at this with your own eyes. So please check the <laughs> yeah. show notes as always. But is there something that stands out to you as you've been uh, eyeing this? I see you. I, I actually, you're giving it kind of a funny look and I'm a little concerned. I'm going to have to call chart protective services. <laughs> no, it's just, it's a little, <clears throat> it's a little difficult. I would not have, illustrated this this way i don't believe <laughs> i feel like a bar graph would be larger but would be a little more illustrative of what we're trying to figure out here yeah the age the age gap again it, as looking at it from the stance of marketing the age gap i don't really care i mean it it certainly is going to tell me where to spend money based on raw demographic data so like you're for Snapchat, for instance, 18 to 29 makes up 65%. I'm not going to spend any money marketing to that area on Snapchat. It does, I mean, maybe a little bit, I guess, but, you know, if I'm something where I'm targeting, I don't know, that third, I probably baseline at, at 30, 35 years old and up. And, and even then, I probably would not go much beyond, uh, I'm trying to look at this, not much beyond kind of 60. I just don't feel like there's any money to be made there. You know, there's also something else <clears throat> that relative, we were talking about these filters and how we communicate. And it is interesting that there's 65 plus 2% of people. And on TikTok, I'm surprised for, uh, 4% of people, if I'm reading that right, are 65 or plus using TikTok. That's kind of surprising. Here's what's interesting. Are you familiar with this thing called a love box? No. Okay. You can look it up. <clears throat> love box is this little cube it's wooden and it's an analog box and you put it in my so we got one of these from my father and my stepmom for christmas and it goes in their living room and it's about two three inches cube right to two three inches and you send them from your phone pictures 
and it goes to the box. There's a little heart on the front of the box that spins. It's all quiet. And it just sits on the table and they open it and they get to look and see the picture that you just sent them. And it's this very analog sort of uh, interaction of sharing these images or what have you. And typically what I speaking, what I will do is I will then also text those pictures. So they have a, mm. a different, a, like a keep record of it somewhere else. Um, it's pretty cool. It's a cool little thing. And I like these, I like these things that are bridging the gap between completely digital and analog. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I'm surprised I have not heard of this, especially this very charming wooden one. I guess it's the official lovebox.love on the website. I I love that. It's something that's like a perfect for for, uh, like my father, for instance. Um, Yes. You know, it it does look like it has to be uh, plugged in. Uh, to, yep. to function, which sure, of course, it's, uh, it's, it's low voltage. It doesn't use any power. Voltage. Danger, yeah. danger, high voltage. Uh, <laughs> when we touch, Oh wait, that's, I'm just <laughs> referencing a song. I don't know if you know that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> do you know that song? I don't. Okay. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll just get to laugh along like you, like I know. <laughs> danger, so I don't embarrass danger. you. High voltage. Okay. Anyway. <clears throat> wow. Yeah, it's great. It's great. The one thing that stands out from this chart to me, and we haven't talked about YouTube just yet, but the um, it looks like from 18 all the way up to 64 years of age, uh, there is a greater than 83% uh, usage rate of YouTube. So you potentially, that could be great bang for your buck if you have yes. the, the right ad you know the right the right backing behind it yep i i agree there i youtube is one that i think well and like you said i think we're gonna get to it here in a second but youtube is one that i think there actually is a great deal of usefulness of i am less enthralled simply because i think it it leans into the attention deficit aspect of of kids more broadly kids these days um the shorts i'm not such a fan of that um but i'm also youtube is if you know what elsa gate is do you know what elsa gate is i have no idea we'll we'll look it up later okay the the, the character yeah yeah it's not great when elsa spider-man and like the joker show up oh yeah it gets wild so i'm just saying okay Anyway, I'll tap we can that. talk about that later. Uh, but yeah, YouTube, I think, is is actually quite useful. And I have a YouTube channel of my own, so I like it. <laughs> yes. Good times. All right. Uh, what is next? Okay, so Snapchat Geography. Uh, big shocker, India tops the list. Whoa, whoa. 126 million users. The US, 107 million users. So now there's much less disparity. Mm-hmm. But the... <laughs> The fall off for the U.S. to the next highest thing. So India is 126 million. Duh. U.S. 107. Indo- Indonesia and, didn't make the list. And, and they may not allow it, quite frankly. Mm. I, I, I don't know what the situation is over there. But um, France, 24%. That's or 24.2 million. That's a one quarter fall off from the United States. 25%. Not even. That's kind of surprising. You know, and you're right. It's not allowed. Advertising on Snap <clears throat> is not allowed in Indonesia. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, and so maybe there's a lot more limiters. I, you know, the fact of the matter is that in the U.S., um, 
and I have thoughts about this. For instance, there are only two countries in the world where pharmaceutical countries or companies are allowed to, well, prior to the pandemic, I don't know what it is now, but two con- countries in the world where uh, pharmaceutical ads are allowed to run on TV and it's the United States and New Zealand. I have strong thoughts about that. I had no idea. That's, all That's fascinating. That. In fact, yeah. it, I, it should not be allowed. <laughs> It should not be because I remember when they, because they weren't on for the longest time. And then all of a sudden they were, they would be like, um, you see people like running through a field, like surfing on a butterfly. And then all of a sudden they're like, ask your doctor about truly proud of you. And you're like, what? And they don't ever say, and they're like, truly bloody blue is the greatest thing ever. And then somebody comes on and goes, may kill you, make you shit your pants until you die. <laughs> and then read all this stuff. And you're like, ah, what the hell? <laughs> but, but, sorry, kids, earmuffs. But, um, yeah, they never said anything. It wasn't like, here's what this does. It's just like a guy surfing on a butterfly. Anyway, I digress. Yeah, yeah. Or naked people in a bathtub, right? Naked people in the bathtub with butterflies and sunrises or sunsets. Also, a surfboard. Yes, <laughs> Sorry. D- depends on how you define surfboard. That's right. We're so creative. I see you guys. It's wild. <laughs> creative. All right, <clears throat> your turn. All right, all right. I say, you know, this episode is going along here. I think maybe, correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe we should wrap this uh, dovetail this with Snapchat. Let's dovetail with Snapchat. And then uh, and then we will resume. So here, to wrap this up, Snapchat demographics by income and education. So 55% of American people that use Snapchat either have a degree <laughs> or have completed some college education compared to the 89% uh, mm. that graduated from university and use it for Facebook. In the U.S., Snapchat users are pretty evenly dispersed in terms of how much money they make. 25% under three under I was about to say 300 25% make less than 30,000 27% make between 30 and 50 and 29% make between 50 and 75 with another 28%. These numbers, what these seem like? <laughs> this, is, this is more than a hundred percent. I'm not great at math, but <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Me either, but I know something fishy here. 28% and then 87%. <laughs> yeah. Make more than 2 million. So, so, I mean, so I mean, if you read between the lines here, I guess a quarter make less than 30%, a quarter make between 30, oh, sorry, a quarter make less than 30,000. Another quarter make between thirty and fifty thousand. Another slightly more than a quarter make between fifty and seventy-five thousand, and then the remaining slightly more than a quarter make over seventy-five thousand. So, really, there's this is just a wash. Yeah. So basically, everybody, no matter who they are, uses Snapchat. Yeah. You got money, great. <laughs> At a certain percentage. You don't got <gasps> money, great. Use that other filter that makes it look like you have. The, the money gun going off on you at all times. Make it rain. Make it rain on. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. I, that's, that's interesting. I, I, I mean, again, Snapchat, I feel like you have to have a pretty aggressive campaign. I do, I do think that it's very, from a marketing standpoint, it's very it, events and things like that are, can be very compelling. Um, it's the same thing, quite frankly, with Instagram and in using, if you're going to a particular I don't know, concert or sporting event or something like that, capitalizing on events or filters that 
talk about that particular event, uh, those things can be really compelling and can actually drive some revenue. I think more broadly speaking, though, I, I just I question the usability for many businesses, depending on the business, especially local businesses in the Snapchat space. I think that that's one of the last places that I would put any money and by money or uh, and by uh, put any energy and by energy, I mean money and time. Um, so, yeah, I just I would be very curious. Also, they got to have something better than Snapchatters. Just saying. Yeah. Did I hurt your soul a little bit? Uh, no, please. You did. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. Get back in the cage, Brandon. <laughs> awesome. Well, Jordan, since we're going to dovetail this, guys, we're going to cliffhang it with the next one is YouTube demographics. And again, I think that YouTube, <clears throat> I, I think it's one of those that if you're doing it right and you can use advertisements, I think that is one of the most compelling spaces uh, and and it's a two two-sided thing and this is what we're going to talk about first next time is one because you can engage people in a local sense based on the things that they're already watching or they have searched for they are engaged in two from a creator standpoint youtube does a wonderful job by way of cash money of incentivizing creators for anybody to create videos that are relevant and people that really kind of jump on those things and generate a evergreen and b really relevant evergreen content are things that are really going to engage people at a high rate, show them information, be very compelling and in a local sense for those things where it's important. So I'm very excited to talk about YouTube and uh, some of those things. So there you go. Absolutely. Know your demographic, right? And please know your demographic. share, like, subscribe. If you enjoy this content, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you have questions, as always, reach out to us at podcast at trimondo.com. You can hit us up really on any service, whether that's YouTube, uh, Stitcher, Overcast, the best, Apple Podcasts, MySpace, Google Podcasts, MySpace, Friendster. Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, please. Wherever you can find, if you can find us there, it's probably not us, but you know, just reach out. Anyway. Vimeo. Vimeo. Dude, Vimeo's legit. What are you talking about? Vimeo is legit, <laughs> but they just, they don't, they're not YouTube no. in terms of reach. How could they ever? I will say that. Yeah. Just saying. Just saying. You just read. Lycos. Web crawler. Ask Jeeves. Yahoo. <laughs> Bring it on. We can do this all day. Uh. All the defunct websites. Listen, if you guys can bookmark us, our, bookmark us in Netscape, we're all about Dude, it. Dude, use that navigator, bro. That's right. Do this over the bar. Makes it go fast. That's right. Windows 95 and 98. I know. Second edition. Legit. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan. Thank it's you. It's such a pleasure as always. It's an honor. It's an honor. All right, guys. Peace, like, share, subscribe. All those things. Bye.